this is the bonus Friday, October 7th edition of Daily Wager Podcast. We've got everything you need to know in 10 minutes. Okay, every now and then we go a little bit longer. With all the prop bets, we like heading into the NFL betting weekend, and it is week five. Wow. Welcome to Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Anita Marks. Mike Clay is uh, is with me as well. Last week, we went 21-12. and 12. On the season, we are 51-37, and 37, which means, Mike, we are 61%, baby. Yep, we're, uh, we're rolling. I'm up uh, 3.8 units in my column as well, so uh, good start to the season, and I think we'll just get better, right? We're getting more and more information. We know what to look for. And, uh, you know, we're hoping to just increase that hit rate as the year goes on here. I love it. I love it. All right, let's start uh, Let's start with the London game, 9 a.m. Uh, on uh, on Sunday morning. You've got the Jets going up against Atlanta. Atlanta, no Calvin Ridley. Uh, both these defenses, uh, well, Jets defense a little bit better than Atlanta, but still, you know, a few things here. Two plays that I like here. Mike, one is Cordero Patterson. The way that Arthur Smith has been utilizing him is really been sensational. Give credit where credit's due. I mean, you know, he's been on several teams and figures out how to use his talents and his ability. So the number isn't out yet, but I like the over in receiving yards for Cordero Patterson this week. Uh, That's one of my favorite plays, especially with no Calvin Ridley. Uh, Matt Ryan's going to have to go somewhere. And the other one that I like is Michael Carter over 11 and a half carries. I believe this game is going to be a lot closer uh, than what the Jets have previously experienced. It's evident that Michael Carter now is the lead back in that backfield. And I believe that they're going to run the ball more. Uh, they The Jets run the ball over 40% of the time uh, when the game is, uh, is, is, is close. So I like over 11 and a half carries for Michael Carter. And also I like over in receiving yards for Patterson. Yeah, uh, makes sense for sure. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they deploy Patterson in this one, especially because he's been mostly lining up in the backfield, right? He's splitting with Mike Davis. People want him to be a, you know, they want us to list him as a res- wide receiver in fantasy at ESPN, but he's playing running back. He's splitting the snaps with Davis. Yeah, he lines up at receiver sometimes, but so do most running backs. So he might be more receiver than others, but, you know, he's still uh, a running back number one. But, you know, they need help at receiver. So uh, we'll see what they do uh, here in week five. Uh, Let's talk about the Bengals and the Green. I love the Bengals in this spot. Um, And the prop bets that I'm going to be playing in this game, Jamar Chase over 65 and a half receiving yards, as we know, uh, Alexander is out. Jir Alexander is out of the of the, the secondary for the Green Bay Packers with a shoulder issue, and their secondary isn't great to begin with. I came across an interesting stat. I'm sure you're aware of this, Mike, and that is Chase leads all the receivers in the NFL in receiving yards against man coverage at 250 hmm. already through this season. So I love Chase over 65 and a half receiving yards, and also. Um, I'm a huge Joe Burrow fan. I love over one and a half touchdown passes. Um, again, I, I believe that this Green Bay Packers secondary is there for the taking. So those are my two prop bets in this uh, in in this matchup. I know you've got some on Joe Burrow as well, right? 
I do. I do. Yeah. I think uh, the volume stats are too high here. I'm under on really across the board, under 36 and a half pass attempts, under 24 and a half completions, under 271 and a half passing yards. I like them all. Look, he's been under 33 pass attempts in every game this season. He's averaging 26.8 and yet the line is 36 and a half. That's well above both of those numbers. Uh, Anita, he hasn't even dropped back to pass 36 times this season. And yet the attempt line is 36 and a half. He's been below 21 completions in three or four games. The only exception was that Jags game last Thursday when he was obviously hyper-efficient at home against the poor defense. And he's been below 262 yards as well in three of the four games with the exception being that Jags game. So this is a very run-heavy offense. It's a competitive team. I don't think they're going to get blown out and, and force Burrow to have to throw the ball a ton in this game. And look, he's the guy's barely in the top 30 in pass attempts. I just think these numbers are way too high. And uh, look, I know Joe Mixon's not going to be there and they're an underdog and maybe, you know, maybe they do fall behind and they're, they just go with the pass this week. But I think everything we've seen this season points toward the unders. Patriots against the Texans. Um, we know what happens when a rookie quarterback goes up against Bill Belichick, but uh, more importantly, I, I like Damian Harris over 67 and a half rushing yards this week against a very porous uh, Texans defense that's just horrendous against the rush. They're giving up over five yards per carry. And, and I think, you know, unlike what we saw last week where you had to pass against the Buccaneers to beat them, um, I, I think they go back to the rushing attack. And so I like over 67 and a half rushing yards for Harris this week. What, what are your prop bets in this game? Yeah, so I'm going uh, – we're actually up on interception props. We've done a, quite a few of them this year. Uh, we're up 0.4 units. So we're, I'm going to go back to the well and, and go with both quarterbacks in this game, Anita. So Davis Mills, uh, yes to throw an interception – that opened at minus 210. It's down to one minus 190. So that's really interesting against the New England team. Fully expect him to get picked off at least once, or at least there's a good chance of it. So I'm um, taking that. Uh, and Mac Jones, yes, to throw an interception. That's plus money. That's plus 120. Uh, you know, he's thrown, what is it, uh, uh, four interceptions over his past two games, and he can still get this one at plus money. I know that the Texans are struggling defensively, but that's a hard one to pass on, especially considering – uh, he's a first-round rookie making his fifth NFL start. So, uh, yes to both interception props here. Miami against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, like I said just a second ago, you can't rush against the Tampa Bay Bucks. You can only pass against them. And so I love Waddle over four and a half receptions. Um, Fuller is uh, is out with an injury, so I think Waddle is going to get a significant a number of targets. And again, that Buck secondary. Is, uh, is nothing spectacular. And the other prop that I like is uh, Leonard Fournette over rushing yards. Again, that total has not been posted yet. I'm sure it will, obviously, before game time. Uh, but you've got, you've got some injuries that are, uh, you know, Giovanni Bernard to that backfield. And um, I, I, I think that this has the potential to be a blowout. And I, I think the Bucks are going to rely heavily on that rushing attack, especially in this in the second half. So I like over rushing yards for Leonard Fournette this week. What do you have in this matchup? Uh, yeah, interesting for sure. Uh, I'm going uh, Tom Brady over two and a half passing touchdowns. Again, getting plus money here, plus 115. Uh, look, he it's not like he's money to hit three passing touchdowns. He's actually only thrown one over his past two games, but he did hit, hit four in weeks one and two. Uh, last season, obviously, in a terrific year, he reached three passing touchdowns in nine of his 20 games. He averaged two and a half, so he's right on this line. And look, the 
Bucks are still throwing the ball. They're the game script adjusted pass heaviest offense in the NFL. They've scored almost 80% of their touchdowns through the air, and it's not a fluke. They're very pass heavy near the goal line. Uh, and then you're playing a Texans defense. It's allowing three and a half touchdowns per game. It's second worst in the NFL. So uh, Brady to get to three against Houston here, a plus money, or uh, excuse me, against, yeah, uh, no, they're not playing Houston, right? Is that? Uh, they play uh, Miami. Play Miami, yeah. The, tech, the yeah, Dolphins. Yeah, that's plus that's money. Struggling. You get it at plus one fifteen. That's great. Yeah. So uh, I have the wrong defensive stat here. Uh, correcting myself on the fly, Anita. But nonetheless, uh, <laughs> my, Miami's defense obviously not playing as well as they were last year. So uh, still like him to get to this number. Uh, Eagles against the Panthers. Can't wait to watch this one. Uh, my prop bet here is on Jalen Hurts over forty four and a half rushing yards. Once again, the Eagles offensive line all banged up. I know you're a huge Eagles fan, Mike. They've got to do something with, like, their trainers or their medical staff. I feel like each and every year, you know, the guys who play in the trenches just can't last, you know, Mm -hmm. past, like, the first quarter of the season. But nonetheless, you've got a Panthers team. Uh, Their blitz rate is just ridiculous. I I think Hurts is going to be running for his life. Uh, so I like over 44 and a half rushing yards. What do you like here? Yeah, I like Hurts to throw a lot of passes. You like him to run a lot. I like the pass attempt prop over 30 and a half attempts here. Uh, look, we've been so far so good in the pass attempt props, by the way. Six and two or up 3.3 units on on these calls. And I mentioned that because the gap between Hertz's prop this week, 30 and a half, and my projection is the largest I've written about this season. I'm at 36.7. That's a pretty sizable difference. The Eagles are calling the fifth pass-heaviest offense in the league this season. They've lost three in a row, so they've been trailing often. That just means more second-half passing. And as a result, Hertz has reached 35 pass attempts in three or four games. The exception was that low-volume close game with the 49ers in Week 2. So, you know, you can even go back to last season, right? He's played seven full games in his career. He's hit this mark. In five of the, of the seven games, um, in, you might be wondering, so why is the line so low based on what he's done? And it's really because of the Panthers' defense. They've only faced more than 30 attempts in one game this season. But the reason for that is pretty obvious. They played the Cowboys, the Texans, and the Saints. Two of those, those are two of the run-heaviest offenses in the NFL, and the Cowboys are on the run-heavy side of the league as well. So I think it'll be different. It's going to be a different opponent for the Panthers this week, they're going to have to face more passing attempts, and I'll be surprised if Hertz doesn't hit this mark, barring something unforeseen. Niners against the Arizona Cardinals. This is going to be a good one. Um, you know, I, so much focus is going to be on Trey Lance, which, by the which by the way, uh, I like the under in passing yards for Trey Lance. Um, but my favorite prop bet in this game is Debo Samuel over 62 and a half receiving yards. He's averaging eight targets a game. You know, in order for Kyle Shanahan to make things easier for for Trey Lance, Debo Samuel's is going to have to be a big part of that game plan. Um, Ayuk isn't cutting it, uh, so I just I, I love Debo Samuel here. Also, I think the 49ers are going to be playing from behind. You know, so much this week has been made of Murray and, and just how electric that Arizona Cardinals offense is. So I see them airing it out. Debo Samuel over 62 and a half receiving yards. What you got? Yeah, I'm going to go Kyler Murray under on the pass attempts here. 34 and a half is the line. Look, the Cardinals are 4-0. They're favorites this week. I actually have them as a larger favorite than, uh, than the sports book does. Um, but, you know, as a result of being a good team, being ahead often, 
Kyler Murray has been below 35 pass attempts in three of his four games. The only exception, he barely got over this mark, was 36 attempts. That was that nail-biter against the Vikings in Week 2. He's only 19th in pass attempts. And, you know, of course, part of that's the fact that he runs, right? He's six in scrambles this season. Uh, the 49ers, by the way, facing 34.0 uh, pass attempts per game, though a lot of that was really Jared Goff in week one when he threw 57. Otherwise, they've been below this line. So uh, Murray playing at a high level, but he hasn't needed a lot of passing volume to do it. Uh, I like the under. And the other one here, Anita, I don't know if we can get it right now because Chase Edmonds is questionable this week, so you might not be able to get James Conner. Over nine and a half carries, that was the opening line. Actually, I like it for Edmonds or Connor, if you can get over nine and a half. They've both been hitting that mark uh, pretty consistently this season. Again, they're able to run the football often, and I think they'll be able to do that uh, again this weekend. So, again, keep an eye on the lines. If Edmonds plays, I have Connor projected at 13.3, and and Edmonds just below that around 11 and a half. If Edmonds is out, Connor's going to get a ton of volume in the running game. There's not really much there. So if the line is set around, say, 15, 15 and a half, and you can get the over, I'm going to like that one as well. So, again, keep an eye out for this one. The Chargers against the Browns. Um, Man, uh, this is another game I'm really looking forward to. Baker Mayfield looked absolutely horrendous against the Minnesota Vikings last week. And this is not the get-right game, especially how well the Chargers' uh, defense and, and their passing defense has been playing. So I'm going Baker Mayfield under. How about that, Mike? An under for you, babe. Uh, <laughs> there it 200, is. 200, which, by the way, I went 4-2 and two with my unders last week. Um, Boom. Yeah, I know. So Baker Mayfield under 222.5 passing yards. That's my prop bet in this matchup. What you got? Yeah, he's and he's struggling a little bit, and you know that, that one will depend on game script, I'm sure. But um, you know, if he goes under, my let's see, if he goes under, that means the Browns are running, which means the Chargers have to throw, which means that helps me here with my prop because mine is Austin Eckler. <laughs> so we need Thinking these on both. The fly, Mike. Thinking on yeah. the fly. Yeah, we need the game script to hit, and we'll both win this one. Austin Eckler yep. under 13 and a half carries. If you listen to the show, you know back in week. Uh, was it week three or week two or three? Week three, we yeah, it was week three actually. Uh, we made this essentially the same call: Eckler under thirteen and a half carries, and it hit. So we're going to try to do it again. You know, he's two for four in this category this season, being below fourteen carries, and actually he's only hit fourteen carries in not in nine of sixty-two career games. He's averaged averaging twelve and a half so far this season. And again, I think this will be a competitive game. I mean, the Chargers are calling the third pass heaviest offense in the league. And now they're playing against uh, Cleveland, who's, you know, a three and one team. They're a good team. I don't think the Chargers are going to be blowing them out and be able to run the football with Eckler in the second half. It should be competitive. Also, the Browns, extremely good against the run. They faced uh, the six fewest carries this season. Teams are not running against them. They have not been effective against them. So, uh, like the under here. And also, Jared Cook, over three and a half catches. You can get plus 130 on this one. He's playing a big role in this offense, top 10 or 11 in pretty much every tight end category. So uh, I like that one for sure. Bills in Kansas City, the big Sunday night football game we're all going to be tuning into. Uh, There's a ton of prop bets I like here, but I'm going to give you three of my favorites. Number one is Josh Allen over two and a half touchdown passes. Dude's been crushing it. You get that at plus 150. Kansas City, their defense is horrible. Their pass defense is horrible. Teams are converting first downs on first and second downs. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
Hopefully you understood that. I, I, <laughs> Got it. I just, here's the thing. I, I think I think Josh Allen and this Bills offense is going to just move the chains at will. I think that there's going to be a lot of red zone opportunities. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Josh Allen tosses four touchdown passes in this game. So over two and a half at plus 150, give it to me. Um, I love Stefan Diggs getting over seven and a half receptions. I think that's who he targets. And he, I came, I read, I read this interesting little nugget about Devin Singletary, because of course, you know, you've got Zach Moss in that backfield, Devin Singletary in that backfield. When uh, the Kansas city chiefs are the worst defense against the rush, when a team plays 11 personnel, when the bills play 11 personnel, Devin Singletary is in the backfield. So I'm going over rushing and receiving yards for Devin Singletary. The number is not out yet, by the way, but when it does hit, I'm going to take it. Just based on that little nugget I, I, I read, and, and I feel bad, I, I, should, I, I should remember where I got that nugget. But a lot of that play is based on Devin Singletary playing when the Bucks, when the Bills are in 11 personnel and the success that running backs have against Kansas City with their defense that can't defend against the rush when a team plays in 11 personnel. So anyway, uh, those are my three prop bets. What you got in this game? Yeah, interesting there, especially with uh, Zach Moss on the incline. So maybe he can get a low number on that for Singletary. Yeah, the one I like will be a little controversial, a little bold perhaps, but I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. Yes, to throw an interception, you can get plus money on this one. Look, believe it or not, he's thrown four interceptions this season, including at least one in three straight games. In fact, if you go all the way back to their Week Ten bye last season, he's thrown 11 interceptions in his past 13 games at least one in seven of those games. So that's over a 50% hit rate. And this is not just some regular game. They're playing a Bills defense that has been best in the NFL this season. They're second in the league with seven, uh, second, uh, excuse me, in the league with seven interceptions so far this season. They have at least one in three straight games. They're playing well. The Chiefs are struggling on defense. Mahomes is throwing it a ton, and he's going to be, again, this week against a really, really, really good defense. So I think... uh, the odds of him getting picked off, making one mistake, are, are decent in this game. So if you can get it at plus money, I'd go for it. Uh, a few other prop bets in games that I have plays on. I know you don't, so I'm just going gonna, gonna to run through them. And if there's one that stands out to you that you really, really like, um, please let me know. Uh, the Lions and the Vikings love Kirk Cousins here, over 283.5 passing yards. And, and I do believe that Justin Jefferson is going to be his go-to. So Justin Jefferson over 6.5 receiving yards. The Lions are giving up 11 yards per reception to opposing wide receivers. And, uh, and Jefferson is getting 26% of the target share. The Giants and the Dallas Cowboys, give me some Schultz, man. Took me a minute to really believe, but now I'm, I'm in. Um it, it, it's it's evident, you know, the uh, the Dallas Cowboys are playing a lot of two tight end sets and Schultz is is running routes in a large percentage of those of those plays over four and a half receptions for Schultz against the Giants. Giants, their defense, not good against opposing tight ends either. Tennessee Titans and the Jags uh, love Chenault with DJ Chark out. He had seven targets last week, six for 99 yards. So give me over. 57 and a half receiving yards for um, LaVisca Chenault against the Tennessee Titans, whose secondary is just horrendous. The Bears and the Raiders, uh, Justin Fields, under 30 and a half passing attempts. I don't believe they pass the ball that much. I try. I think they, they try to keep him. They limit him from 
turning the ball over and making mistakes. So I'm going under 30 and a half passing attempts. And you've got to love Hunter Renfro. The chemistry between him and Derek Carr, uh, he's averaging six receptions a game. So if I can get over four and a half for Hunter Renfro receptions at minus 115, I'm all about it. And here's my sneaky play of the week. And I'm really curious if you like it or not. All right, Logan Thomas out. Tight end for the Washington football team. Ricky Seals-Jones comes in. He is a freak. He is an athletic beast. Love this guy. Over receptions, over receiving yards. Again, the numbers aren't out yet. They will be soon, I'm sure. But he's being utilized. When when Thomas went out, he played 95% of the offensive snaps. I was texting with Bram Weinstein, who's one of the voices for the Washington football team. I asked him, what are your thoughts on him this week? He says, oh, he's going to be utilized big time. So I love him in DFS, Mike. Mm-hmm. And you could get him for next to nothing in DFS, and I, I just, I think he's, I think he's going to be a, a, a big part of that game plan against the Saints. So I love over receptions, over yards for Ricky Seals Jones this week. Thoughts? Yeah. Yep. The only risk there is that this is a guy that's been basically hanging on by a thread in this league for a few years now, um, but he has an opportunity here. Like you said, he played almost every snap last week, so he'll have a shot here against the Saints and should play a very, very sizable role. Uh, with guys like John Reyes and Jay Sternberger they just signed, and Samus Reyes, who just never played in an NFL game yet, uh, as the depth. So I hear you. I'm at uh, 2.4 receptions and 29 receiving yards. So uh, we'll see what the lines say, but that's where I fall. Great stuff, as always, Mike. Uh, love doing this this podcast with you. I really look forward to it and really excited. You know, a lot of success so far. Again, we're 51 and 37 on the season, which puts us at 61%. Um, and, uh, and guys and gals who are listening to the podcast, podcast, please do us a favor. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow. If you're enjoying the show, it helps us out tremendously. And, uh, of course, Mike and I are here for you every Friday uh, to get you ready each and every week uh, in prop bets for the NFL season. Mike, great job as always. Everybody, good luck in week five.